the mess sells. <laughs> the mess attracts. Nothing's perfect. No one's perfect. And so if someone thinks you're perfect, they're not going to ever, they're not going to relate with you. If anything, they'll buy from you out of a space of fear or lack, but not out of a space of I see myself in her. Welcome to the Madeline Show. you grow your client base by speaking up about who you are and what you do. Join me in a cohort of brilliant entrepreneurs as I show you how to increase your impact and income with the Speak Up Method. Attract soulmate clients, get speaking gigs, land press features, and grow your brand all without having a big audience. Join the Speak Up membership and spend an entire year with me as we unleash your voice and come up with a personalized strategy to get you in front of thousands of new eyeballs every single month. Sign up for the waitlist at themadelineshow.com slash speak up. I cannot wait to help you change the world. Hello, everyone. Welcome to The Madeline Show. I have Emily Fitz here. She is the medicine woman for your business, and we are going to get raw and real with you on the new era of entrepreneurship that you might all be aware of or keen to. Things are definitely changing in the industry, and vulnerability has become a must. And I saw Emily be hella vulnerable on her social media page. I really related with her story and I wanted to bring her on the show. Emily, welcome. Thank you so much for having me here. Honestly, when you reached out to me, it was such divine timing because um, I had just done the very thing that I was so absolutely terrified to do. And it was eating me alive for months. And yet I was walking around in my business. So medicine woman for your business. I do a lot of business coaching, but a lot of what I also do is go so much deeper than that, right? It's, this is like soul alchemy work. And I'm a true, true, true believer that entrepreneurship is one of the deepest self-actualization journeys that we'll ever walk. And so we come into our businesses to, to, to truly meet ourselves. Like who who am I meeting, right? What parts of myself am I getting to know, getting to deepen into? Um, There's just something so magical about discovering oneself through the art of business and entrepreneurship. And Mm -hmm. um, I was, so I'd started my business officially in, launched it in 2019, LLC, got the whole thing up and running, right? Um, was flying forward with, you know, manifestation, law of attraction and done the whole, like, get your certification in six months, you know, be up and running with your, your LOA biz. Um, totally at the height of that whole, you know, thing. 
And then I started moving into coaching. I had women in my law of attraction business who were like, how do I do what you're doing? Right. And it just sort of naturally started to morph and shift into um, what I've always felt so deeply and called to do and to help women with is, um, is just the birthright of their wealth, their wealth consciousness, their, their capacity and their ability to be their most authentic selves in the service of others. Right. And, um, so it felt like such a natural fit and yet I was swept up rather quickly in the six figures in six months in the, oh, well, if you're not tripling that the following year, then who even are you? Right. And we did just that. We did, um, you know, six figures in about seven months. And that was in 2020 at the height of the pandemic. And then in 2021, we tripled that income, more than tripled that income. And it was always more. I need more, right? I need more clients. I need more money. If it's not 10K months, it's 20K months. If it's not 20K months, it's 30K months. If it's not 30K months, it's got to be 50K months, right? And I even got to a point where, and I, I say this just from a really raw, authentic space, there were times where the inner voice in my head would say, 20K months, that's embarrassing, right? 10K month, that's embarrassing. When a normal sane person, right, who's not completely wrapped up in the, you know, just the, the um, I've been calling it an insatiable hunger for more. Yeah. Yeah. Um, would go, oh my God, 10K months, like, you're a, you're a more than a six figure business owner. Right. And, and, and I see this all the time in women who come into this industry who I would just be so happy if I got, if I made my first 5k, right. I'd just be so happy when I hit 10k and then they get the taste of the 10k and they want the 30k. Right. And, and not that there's anything wrong with having the desire for more. We're meant to expand We're we're, we're living in a, an infinitely expanding universe. I believe we're all fractals of source itself, just desiring to continually expand into the more of who we came here to be. And there's a pandemic happening of it's never enough, feeding the story of I'm never enough. And so Mm -hmm. what I didn't realize I was doing, right, was I was feeding this part of me. I call it the beast. Mm. So the beast is a part of the mind. So I believe we're all here really stewarding the the body, right, which is the key to our infinite wisdom and the mechanism of our mind, which when we feed the beast, the beast part of the mind, right, the the snarling, I need more, I need this, I need, I need the 30K, I need the 50K, I need the more client, I need the lakefront house. We'll, we'll talk about that in a second, right? We, we get ourselves addicted to the chase because we're feeding this part of ourselves that believes it's not enough, that believes it'll never be enough. And for me, it was so deeply rooted in, I don't belong, I'm not accepted unless I'm hitting this number having this experience, living this life, showing the, the, you know, two bedroom lakefront apartment in Austin. I mean, my husband and I moved from LA. We lived in a wall to wall carpet, one bedroom. This thing was like as old as LA itself. 
We had a chain link view of a chain link fence out of our bedroom window, right? Like we were coming up from just the, the dregs and we thought, oh my God, Austin. And my husband was like, this is a little, I mean, I don't think we should. I'm like, no, we're moving. Like it was, it was, for me, it was a statement of external Mm. success. Mm. I need people to see me a certain way Mm -hmm. because I couldn't see myself, the truth of who I was. Yeah. Oh, just feel We're just going to go there just right from the tip top. <laughs> Seriously. I think everybody has their own – they can relate to that because everybody has their own version of um, not enough, their own story of not enough. And the fact that you're willing to share this story, I believe, probably makes you even more relatable. A better coach would probably get you more clients. All those things that you wanted and needed, right, that the beast needed to feed off of. Well, guess what? You can have actually more of that if that beast becomes tamed. It's very interesting. Very. Um, my My little not enough story was professional ski mountaineer, climbing mountains, free solo, getting the sponsors, doing the dang thing. But what happens when you get to the top of a mountain is that you can now see all the other peaks that are left to climb. Yeah. Yep. And that's relatable in a lot of other areas of life. A lot of the stuff I learned in the mountains I'm realizing was like prep for entrepreneurship. (laughs) Surprisingly. Um, Yeah. So you came well, clean. What? <laughs> I did. Well, what I was going to say is as I was making my track up the mountain, okay. I was also acquiring a mount a mountain of debt. Mhm. And incurring reoccurring expenses probably too. Expenses and it was always, oh, I got to hire the next coach. I got to mm-hmm. be in the next mastermind. I got to I gotta pay the person who's charging 8K a month because that's just what you do when you hit yep. this certain level, right? Yep. And I was also hiding these purchases from my partner. Oh. And so every investment I was making, and I've heard it called financial infidelity, which I thought mm. was really interesting. Every investment I was making was from this energy of shame right? Well, I, I, I shouldn't be doing this, but I need to be doing this because there was such a deep lack of self-trust, right? It was, there's, and there's a lot of wounded rhetoric that you will see in com- in um, content, you know, all over the internet, like always have a coach, always be investing at your edge, you know, like never not in- be investing in yourself. And so as a woman who was coming up in the industry with very quick success, you know, I'm being fed also, and and I don't know if those of you are familiar with human design, I've got an open crown, I've got an open Ajna. So like you tell me anything and I'm going to start to sift it through my own, right? I'm like, oh, okay, maybe that is the way and I'm going to try it on and test things out. And so I'm being fed all of this information and I'm going, well, I guess I better be, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm making 30K plus every month. I guess I better be spending at least 8,000 of that on mentorship, right? When I could barely make ends meet in my own life. Yeah. Right. But if I wasn't doing that, then did I matter? Right. And I had this story running in the background of, well, if I'm not, you know, if I'm not having that coach or investing in that program, right. I I couldn't get there on my own or I could, right. There was just so many stories of you're not enough. You don't matter. A mountain of debt being accumulated. And as I walked into 2022, right. Just this 
sort of, they call it magical thinking, right? It was like, well, I'm just going to hire this coach. She's going to have all the keys and all the codes because she's a multimillionaire. And then I'm going to get the thing and then I'm going to wipe my deck clean and then I'll be on my way, right? But the exact opposite happened. Exactly. (laughs) Exact opposite happened. Invested in the coach, spent all the money, hid from my partner. We had to call my stepmom. We had to call his mom. We had to ask for loans, right? Like it was like we couldn't even make our lives work. And yet I was still spending all this money from the business on investing myself, personal development. And I was, you know, I was like, oh, well, it's fine because I'm not buying bags and clothes and shoes. I'm Uh, investing myself, right? Like that's the thing you're supposed to do. Like how could this be bad? I'm investing in me, right? I'm investing in my growth. So it was like hiding under this sort of like umbrella of, well, like it's it's in you, so it's it's not bad. Not that it was ever bad, but it was a choice of that disempowered me, right? Mm-hmm. It it disempowered me from from a place inside that was like, you're not enough. You don't know what you're doing. You can't trust yourself, right? And I was adopting all of these other people's strategies instead of finding my own. Yeah. What right? is your human like, design well, type? Manifesting generator. Okay. Yeah. Emotional authority. I'm a four, six. So, you know, it was like, I could just hop skip from one kind of one chameleon energy to the next. Um, and it was really interesting because as soon as 2022 hit, my income was like, went from 30, 30,000. And then the next month it was like, oh, it's 20,000. It's 18. Oh shit, it's 15. Oh shit, I'm back at a 10K month. The bills oh, didn't sh- go down. Oh no. Oh shit. I, I don't even know if I'm going to make 5K this month. Right? Like, like there was like a, I was calling it like a fall from grace moment. Oh. And oh. I kept hearing from spirit, from my guides, we had to turn the tap down so that you could see what's actually going on. Because if we kept throwing money at you, you're not going to clean up the behavior of overspending, Mm. of of abusing the money that's coming to you, right? One of my words for 2023 is stewardship. Mm. And really walking into a deep care, right? Like just taking the deepest care of the things that are coming in and out of my life. And I was being, I was not being a steward of money. I'll just put it that way. The stewardship literally means to take care of something, to tend to something. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like our land, we steward this land. We don't own it, right? There's the, the belief that we own it or the belief that this money is ours, but uh, can't take yeah. it with us. Money is not going to be at our funeral. Can't right? eat it. I see it as energy. It amplifies what's already there. It flows through you and it's never yours, right? Like it flows through you to someone else and it it came from someone else and it can even flow through you to and and magnify it can amplify you can be investing in all sorts of stuff you can be throwing money at nonprofits. Um, you could adopt a kid like there's so many things you can do with money or you can keep it in your bank you can keep you can like in a cage (laughs) put it in a cage and just let it sit there and and depreciate (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know, it's interesting because I did a a medicine journey in the beginning of January 
this year. I do a lot of a lot of medicine work in beginning of 2022. And mm-hmm. my intention when I walked into that journey space was to meet my shame. Mm. Yikes. Because I could feel this. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, just I'm like a fire Casual. walker over here. I'm just like, oh, let's just meet my shame. Nah, no big deal. <laughs> I like to go hard. If, if anybody yeah. knows me, I like to go hard. So one of the things I'm working on in 23 is uh, harmony, balance. Mm. Um, so I went in with the intention to meet my shame. And I remember a dear, dear friend of mine who's um, a facilitator, you know, speaking with him and in in this moment of just crying, I'm like literally crying. I'm, I'm like, we made this much money last year and I have nothing in my bank account. And he's like, well, you just like to spend a lot of money. I'm like, you know, but what was so beautiful about that, that conversation was the, the, the gentleness, the compassion that he was mirroring to me that I couldn't have for myself. Because I was so wrapped up in the story of shame, you're bad, you're wrong, you're this, you're that. Spent the whole year navigating that inner voice, that critic. Mm-hmm. And this story of I'm a fraud. What if people find out about me? What if my clients find out about me? I'm mm-hmm. a business coach and this is what my life looks like. Mm-hmm. And this, this, um, managing what I call the mask of success. Mm-hmm. Keeping up with the Joneses over there, were you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, we couldn't travel. Like, it was like we were, like, apartment bound. Like, it was like, all right, this is it. Um, <laughs> this is our life. So in the fall of 22, recently, and this is where we got connected, mm. I um, – decided it was time to expose the truth. And everything in me, every human part of me was like, people are going to hate you. They're going to leave you. You know, this will be the worst decision you ever make. And yet my soul knew this is the moment I make a stand for myself, for my truth, for my authenticity. And, you know, my core values, my pillars in my, in my, in my life are, authenticity, integrity, vulnerability, radical honesty. And I was exhibiting none of those, right? I was doing the exact opposite of what I am a stand for. And so I knew that I had to come clean. Yeah. Yeah. That's what caught my, caught my attention. And I'm curious, um, what happened after that? Um, cause that's when I, I'm glad, you know what? I'm glad that the universe made me forget my laptop the last time we had our interview because now you've had some time, a couple of months in between showing up and living out those pillars, raw vulnerability, authenticity, and integrity. I bet I'm not the only one that reached out. I had a few podcast interviews, right? Reach out, you know, I'd love to have you on my podcast to talk about the story, right? Yeah. I had more women than I can count message me in the DM saying, thank you for sharing this truth. I had tons of women, more than you think, reach out saying, this is my story and I'm not ready to come clean about it yet. So thank Mm -hmm. you for being brave. I had another woman who the original post was sent to her who had previously just weeks prior come clean to her community. Mm. We ended up doing an Instagram live together, which is living on my social media page. You can see it there. But um, 
we're going to see this year a a very big uprooting of ways of being that no longer serve the industry that we're here to build mm-hmm. as a collective. Mm-hmm. And interestingly enough, we're moving into a year seven in numerology. Numerology is one of my favorite mm-hmm. tools. It's like- Ooh, Tell us more. Oh my gosh. It's like the, the keys to the matrix. Ooh. And so we all experience um, personal years, which are kind of um, frequencies that code our our um, our existence, our year, right? And we move in nine-year cycles. So we also experience a universal cycle, universal years. And so as a collective, we're moving into a seven-year as a collective. And the seven stands for um, deep spiritual introspection, mm. personal development, going inward, solitude. It's really looking at the shadow pieces, right? The seven is 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 internal reflection time. So um, I'm heading into an eight personal year myself. I just moved out of a seven, right? So the seven for me was, you know, going into all of those places, meeting my shame, having, you know, doing the rooting out for myself. And now we're going to see that as a collective in a lot of ways, especially people who have maybe been operating. And we've been actually seeing this in the coaching industry over the last couple of weeks, months, um, people who have maybe been acting out of integrity with their offerings, their business. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're seeing a lot of dissatisfied, untrusting customers and clients. Yes, I have noticed that. I haven't noticed the out of integrity because I don't pay attention too much to what other people do. Otherwise, I'm a projector. I have almost everything open and I will take on someone else's strategy if it led them to success, thinking that it would be for mine. I've I've I, I have a similar path to yours too with the, me too, <laughs> me too, <laughs> investing in everyone else, making six figures, spending more <laughs> like, yeah. And, um, yeah, this man, you guys, this is so good. Just so you know, Emily had just mentioned her Instagram, like everything will be linked in the show notes. So you can just go there, authentically reach out to her, uh, see if she has any offers that are in alignment with you. If you want to do one-on-one coaching do 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 one-on-one normally we yeah. put services at the end but I just want people to know that all that information yeah. will be in the show yeah. notes. lots of fun experiences that are that are happening this year in my world fun so experiences <laughs> love it um yeah okay so so back to the year seven and starting to see some dissatisfied dissatisfied customers actually open their mouths and talk about it love it yeah um, there are many different ways that can be done and there are many different types of people. And so we're going to see all the ways, all the people I'm here for it. I think everyone has a voice because sometimes, um, they just need to speak in order to, to process things themselves, right? It has nothing totally. to do with anyone else other than like, I just need to say this thing. I might not be saying it right. Um, I might regret saying it later, but this whole process of me speaking up and using my voice is really important and it, and it has to happen. Everybody gets that opportunity. Mm, I love that. And there's so much room for that. And, you know, I think when we are the brave ones who go first in the telling of our story, right? In the unearthing of our truth, it paves the path for others to know that it's safe for them to speak out and to share what's what's on their hearts as well. And I think the more than all of the fears and the insecurities and the 
you know, oh shit, is everybody going to leave me mentality if I actually come clean Mm -hmm. was being a stand for women in their authentic truth, in their raw vulnerability. And, um, you know, I just knew that I had to expose myself if I wanted to be a stand for women, yeah, empowering empowering themselves in, in what is authentically true for them. You know, I'm a life path one in numerology, so oh. I'm always out there blazing the new trail, blazing the new path. It's always the one is the the leadership, leadership energy. It's entrepreneurship. Okay. It's it's um, blazing a new a new trail, yeah, trailblazers. And um, part of what we're here to do is to really live out our life path. And the more we're living out our life path, the more success we're creating in our in our lives. That doesn't necessarily mean external success, the ways we would measure external success, but how successful am I feeling at what I'm doing, at what Mm. I'm being a stand for, at what I'm creating in the world, right? Am I feeling fulfilled and lit up or am I feeling stagnant and frustrated or disappointed depending on your human design and your self-theme and not self-theme, right? Um, Can also be a part of it too. So I just knew that I had to, to be a stand and yeah. as scary as it was, it's completely altered the way that I show up and lead in my containers, in my life, in my friendships, in in every facet, in every area. Yeah. And we're where we're headed is vulnerability. As you said, it's authentic leadership. It's messy. It's human, right? <laughs> Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. a true leader doesn't know what's on the other side because they're, they've got one. Well, how I see it is like my bum's on the cliff and my feet are dangling. There's nothing underneath. And sometimes you have to jump and you don't know what's on the other side. And it's great to be able to teach from that space, like that jump space where I don't know what's happening, but this is this is what it's like to take the leap. Because a lot of people will show what it's like on the other side of the leap and then they forget the feeling that they had while they were leaping. And so how are you going to lead someone who hasn't left the ground yet, not even one foot, they're terrified and you've already gotten over whatever fears it was that you felt when you were in the air. Because now you're landed on the other side and you see what it's like to be on the other side of the rainbow. but to stay connected with your audience and to be a real leader, I think teaching from that space of free fall is really important, which you're doing. Mm, thank you. I received that. Yeah. I can't believe this has only been 25 minutes so far. So much value. I feel like we've time traveled. Um, <laughs> we're, we're always, we're timeline yeah. hopping. <laughs> yeah. I want to know where can we send people to learn more about human design or numerology and these things that we're talking about here that really help you figure out you a little deeper? Well, I'm going to be honest. One of my absolute favorite accounts I'm going to send you to is her name's, um, I think it's Care Heart. I want to actually get it for you. Yeah, look it up. She is... Just even looking at her numerology highlights. Mm. Um, okay, so K A E R H A R T. Caitlin Carehart. She is she's such a vibe. She's like a 
part pop singer, part numerologist, just like a total wow. like right. It's like here's here's what I'm here's what I'm for in in this next evolution and era of entrepreneurship is the molding and the melding of things that seemingly have nothing to do with one another. Like, can mm. we just be the fullest expression of who we came here to be? Right? Like, I love knowing about your mountaineering and your oh. and your skiing and your cliff. Like, hello. It's 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 the wholeness of what makes us who we are, the stories, the lives we've lived, and the stories we get to tell through those embodied lived experiences. Like Mm-hmm. it's there's just something yeah. so imperfect about it mm-hmm. yeah I think we've seen a shift just on social media algorithm stuff like it's not really pushing branded content as much anymore what it's pushing is more um, original content like not canva photos but your actual image that you took of yourself no filter and so I didn't think I would ever say this. Let's learn something from the algorithm. But um, like, how can you be more you, less branded, less filtered? Um, I've seen, you know what I love is uh, Kiara Bold Self on Instagram. She teaches uh, authenticity. She's like a business mentor, but she really teaches authenticity, I think. And she'll she'll call you out if, you know, she sees you being like schoolgirl status online, but knows you have a potty mouth or like, like, why are you pretending to be someone that you're not like who told you you couldn't be successful if you were you like straight up yesterday? I'm going to tell this story because I'm still so lit up about it. I did a VIP day with one of my clients. Um, I work with a financial planning company doing organic marketing strategy for them. And the company owner is a minister, an ordained minister, and they also own a nonprofit. You wouldn't know that if you went to their website. It's just like standard financial planning. Like I've seen it a million times, but they are so stinking unique. And when I met them, I was like, we need to get your story in the branding. So I got to go and be my raw, authentic self with them yesterday for a VIP session. I mean, I am barefoot in a suit, but I wore a T-shirt with the suit. I'm swearing. I led a prayer at the beginning of our session. And like, we're talking about Star Wars. We're talking about ads. We're like, we're just being in the moment and allowing like the best possible everything to flow through us at that moment no filter like holding nothing back I tell my mom this story and she's like well were you the first one to swear or like did they swear first she's like worried I'm gonna lose my job like well I did wait until he let something slip and this was just on the discovery call and then I started letting it rip and I think that's part of the reason that they hired me is because I was I didn't hold back. I was me. And I even called out the stuff I saw that like they do. they I didn't think they were doing properly. And they were just like, dang, you're showing us the Knicks in our shield. Like You are showing us our system as an engine. We've been doing all these things, but they weren't all flowing in the right direction. Like I'm a projector. So it's really good for me to be in that kind of like mirror leadership role. I'm just mirroring back what they're already doing. I'm not really necessarily teaching them anything new or anything they can't Google. But me standing there in my authentic self allows them to then be vulnerable and see, okay, what things have I been doing? Like, where am I actually the problem in this system? Hmm. And it it was just so awesome. I guess the moral to the story was that I got to lead a prayer and swear. And I was so into it. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is literally what I'm talking about. I mean, I even yesterday, um, I was thinking to myself, I'm like, I'm so bored teaching you how mm. to 
how to walk steps one through four, you know, it's like, we're not here for that anymore. Right. We're here for like, we're here for self-discovery, but it's, it doesn't even scratch the surface at what, what is really truly authentically like the era that which we're moving forward into. I actually wrote a post. I'm going to read it. Okay, great. Because it's fucking phenomenal. Yeah. If I do say so myself. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Put yourself on a pedestal. We will all bow down. I'm so into that. <laughs> all right. Hold on. Let me find it. Um, and this actually, I wrote this right at the height of my coming out party. That's what I'll call oh. it. My coming out party. And it was so important. Um, what did I say? Where was it? I just uh, actually think I just reposted it recently. Um, I said, cat's out of the bag. Business coaching is out. Fully realizing your infinite potential beyond all stories and illusions is in. You heard it here first. And then I went on to say, launching your next sold out offer is out. Developing your artistry as a cosmic being while building a brand that lasts lifetimes is in. Viral content and obsessing over metrics is out. Cracking open your divine channel and using it to share the codes required for the evolution of this planet is in. The picture-perfect image of financial success is out. Your messy, imperfect humanness and exposing your authentic truth in real time is in. Following the template of what other successful coaches are doing is out. Your crazy, wild, too much, out there, all of you self that breaks the rules she's ever been taught about what works is in. Like I said, you heard it here first. That's like a stand-up poetry slam poem. <laughs> I, love, I love it. Oh my gosh. Have you ever done – you're a really good storyteller. I feel like – I don't, you're, you're in Austin. You probably have the moth there. Do you know about the moth? Have you ever gone in? Oh my gosh. Okay. It's a podcast. You can follow it. It's been around for like at least 12 years. Cause when I went to school in Ann Arbor, um, it's like on NPR and they, they record them live. And so if you're looking for a fun date night thing or something to do by yourself or with others, go find a moth near you moth, like the kind of butterfly and you show up you put your name in the hat there's usually like a one word theme so moving for example and like they'd be doing moving for that week all over the U.S. and so you come and tell your story about moving and everybody has a different story you get five minutes it's off script and uh, the winner which is voted by the audience goes on to the next round Uh, it's a really great way to go and just like get your feet wet in public speaking it's great to go and sit and watch Watch and be entertained. I love the moth. <laughs> I love this. I am so yeah. checking that out. Do it. Do it. Yeah. There's been there's been a so interestingly enough, right? When we start putting down what everybody else is doing, right? Their picture perfect image of success. When I stopped following the leader, and instead started being the leader of my own life, mm-hmm. my divine, my own divine content channel just exploded, right? Because I'm no longer feeding myself with all of these external influences. And instead I'm finding my own true north, my own path, Mm -hmm. the the trail I'm meant to walk. And And it makes um, you more unique. People are going to magnetize towards, like that's how you magnetize your clients is by being you. Because they're like, oh, I've never seen this before. Yeah, because it came from me. (laughs) Or source. 
But it didn't, exactly. I'm not copying someone. Stewarding the codes, baby. Stewarding the codes. Oh. It's so good. Wow. So good. So if you were to leave our audience with a um, illustration of what this new era of entrepreneurship is going to look like for you, is there anything that you would like to kind of pull back the curtains on, things that you're working on, ideas you have for your brand in the future? We just heard what's out and what's in. So specifically for you, what bricks are you paving to create the yellow brick road to your future? Such a good question. Um, I did just before the holidays, I did a not so micro, micro dose of mushrooms. Accidental macro. <laughs> <laughs> and a um, four hour just silence and solitude. No music, no distractions, nothing. I actually created this really beautiful womb space in my closet of all places. It's like the perfect little box. And it was like dark. I lit all these candles. I had laid blankets, pillows, and it was just me and a notebook. Wow. And I sat there in meditation for a while. And then the goddess dropped in and Mm. she made herself very clear to me. Now I'd always dabbled with the frequency and the energetics of, of the goddess I'd launched, you know, little mini micro courses, content goddess, launch goddess, the goddess micro mind, right? But I never really, um, I'd never really journeyed into the heart of the goddess. And she came flying in with all of these insights, information, wisdom. And she said, this is what you're going to do. This is what you're doing next. And, you know, I'd had done three-month experiences and six-month experiences for women. And she said, no, this is nine months. Three months is too short. And six months just kind of jolty, right? Nine months is the incubation. Uh (laughs) It's the incubation for what these women are here to do and create. And, you know, one of the things I had said to my client yesterday this is really important because this is where we're we're really headed with entrepreneurship is creating a program, designing an offering. I like to call them portals of transformation. Love it. Where women can come to ask the question, how much more of me can I find here? How much more of me can I find here in this space? Mm. Guilty as charged, right? I've always been the person who's like, well, that thing's going to be the thing that unlocks the thing, right? Which keeps Mm. us in that never-ending chase. But Mm -hmm. what if it's never the thing? It's not the coach. It's not the course. It's not the program. It's not the portal, right? It's never the thing that unlocks the thing. The only thing that ever gets unlocked is you. Mm. And so how Mm. do we create experiences for clients to come into our world and meet themselves. They're wholly, truly, completely liberated self, the wholeness of who they are. And um, so I designed this nine month experience called the goddess experience, mm-hmm. which is, I kicked us off with a prayer, right? The initial activation for the experience was a really powerful meditation. 
I'm not doing it like anybody else is doing it right now because it's not meant to be like anybody else's experience. It's meant to be how does a goddess want to flow through each and every woman that comes into this sacred and unique space of Mm. self-exploration, right? Of journeying into the depths of who they are so they can discover who they are meant to be in this next evolution of their business, in this next evolution of entrepreneurship. Mm. I'm calling it a nine-month soul and business alchemy because that's what it is, right? And and medicine work, it's, you know, one of my favorite prayers is um, the medicine woman prayer. I'm going to pull this up really quick. Thank you. Because I think it's important to – I think it's important to differentiate, right? When we're when we're in teacher role, when we're in coach, and when we're in facilitation. Mm. And when we're in facilitation, we're not trying to fix anything. We're not trying to change anything about who this person is or what this person is doing. And I think we've bought as an industry, we've bought into this belief that my business is broken or it's not working and something needs to be fixed. When the truth is, what if it was all divine, right? What if it was all, all divine? The slowdown, the pause, the pullback, right? What if the crumbling, what if the tower moment was divinely orchestrated on your behalf? So the medicine woman prayer, she says, I will not rescue you for you are not powerless. I will not fix you for you are not broken, I will not heal you for I see you in your wholeness. I will walk with you through the darkness as you remember your light. Mm. And that's really the work we're doing. Mm. Wow. What a beautiful journey. I would say your everything you just said, your tower moment, your crumbling, it was all divine. It was really, yeah, sure. It like felt like a crumble in the moment, but you were you were still moving forward. You might not have realized it in the moment. I'm sure part of you had some self-awareness of that because you're pretty in tune, um, but you couldn't avoid the feelings of, wow, this is falling apart. Um, but it, it was just coming together. <laughs> <laughs> totally. I love that we, I love that we're having this conversation, what, two months later, because it really know, is, right? right? It's like, we can't, we can't see it when we're in it. It's really hard to see it when we're in it. And you're right. There was some self-awareness. And then there was also the humanness in me that was like, this fucking sucks. Mm -hmm. I want to burn everything to the ground. My life is over. My business is over. I don't write all the stories wanting to come up and out. Mm -hmm. And there was also the divine part of me, the soul in me, right? The, the infinite cosmic being that was like, this is so perfect. Right. Mm -hmm. And, And there's something really refreshing, right? We always hear this this story too about like share, find the message in the mess, right? Mm. And yes, there is something to be said about that, but there was something calling me saying, share the mess, be the mess. The mess, the messy parts of you are just as worthy of love and visibility is the parts of you that are put together and with it and right like there's something just so refreshing about 
exposing our humanity. Mm, that's really relatable. Talk about bro marketing tactics and using like science and stuff to sell. The mess sells. <laughs> the yeah. mess attracts. Nothing's yeah. perfect. No one's perfect. And so if someone thinks you're perfect, they're not going to ever, they're not going to relate with you. If anything, they'll buy from you out of a space of fear or lack, but not out of a space of I see myself in her. Yeah. I am so thankful for this new relationship I have with you now. Me too. And for I really feel like on. we would be just like straight up real life besties. My sister lives in Austin and I have some other friends in Austin that I want to introduce you to. So now that I know you're there, she's going to live there for a while. She, yeah, she just changed jobs and I think she wants to have babies there. So amazing. yeah, I need to get my booty over there more often. Um, and also just in general for collaborating online, like I could see us, I could, I don't know what it is, but I can definitely see that we will be talking again and to another audience. So yes. Me Looking too. forward to seeing what the divine has in store for that. <laughs> this whole conversation, I was just like, oh, yeah, I've seen it. <laughs> Yay. More to be revealed on that. Yeah, stay, stay tuned. All right, you guys. Thanks for listening. Emily, thank you so much for your time, your vulnerability, your energy. Thank and you for having me. This was so, so beautiful. Yes. Yes. Go back and re-listen to this with your journal, my friends, and I will see you next week. Bye. Hey, loyal listener. Please rate and review this podcast. Your feedback is needed and you matter. It would be an honor if you shared this with a friend. Send this episode to whoever pops into your mind first. It's like a little exercise on intuition. And trust that that insight is the hand of God working through you to make someone else's life better today. Visit themadelineshow.com to stay up to date on my free trainings and different offerings, including self-paced online programs that activate your mind and enhance your life. Who knows, maybe you'll find something today that completely changes your tomorrow.